Antonio Diaz from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 13th of April, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. Drama erupted in the opposition coalition after the controversial decision of Horacio Rodriguez Lareta. The city mayor announced on Monday the 10th that national and city elections will have separate ballots, plus city dwellers will be able to vote on a unified electronic ballot, while national elections will use paper ballots, which mean they will be even more separate. Historically, those who voted in the city had to choose one ballot, including the presidential candidate and city mayor. This favored candidates for city mayor that were less popular but were backed by a prominent presidential candidate. So, why was this controversial? Well, while the new system will allow voters to choose candidates from different parties, many see this move as a clear attempt from Rodriguez Lareta to benefit himself and his presidential campaign. Some believe Lareta might be using two ballots as a strategy to avoid being next to Jorge Macri, Mauricio Macri's cousin, on a long ballot. According to Rodriguez Lareta, the move will prevent city dwellers from having to go to vote up to six times this year and will save the city some money. Regardless, he was met with fierce criticism from his coalition allies, with a lot of Juntas por el Cambio members taking to social media to share their disagreement. Former President Mauricio Macri was among them, which made for the first sign of discord between the two politicians. Meanwhile, the ruling party, Frente de Todos, confirmed they will decide their presidential candidate in the Paso primaries, with Alberto Fernandez likely seeking re-election and an alternative candidate competing against him. That candidate could be Interior Minister Eduardo Wado de Pedro, who has been tipped as an alternative representing the more Kirchnerite wing. Speaking of wings, the rent law is still up in the air. The government is studying the suspension of the current rent law, which came into force in 2020. Many believe it contributed toward the turbulent housing market, shrinking the supply and jacking up prices in times of wild inflation. President Fernandez and Economy Minister Sergio Massa have been discussing the issue, but we have no updates yet. Since we brought up the Economy Minister, Massa announced on Monday the 10th that around 600,000 workers will receive up to 16% more take-home pay after an agreement with the General Confederation of Labor, known as CGT. Some kinds of pay will no longer count towards the income tax threshold, which means that many will fall below it. This is expected to include remunerations such as overtime pay, productivity bonuses, and travel expenses. However, the details and the date of application have not yet been disclosed. In other economic news, Argentina's National Securities Commission has modified the term that investors must keep Argentine sovereign bonds in their portfolio, also known as parking. Until yesterday, the holding period was two days for securities issued under both Argentine and foreign law. As of today, Parking has been decreased by one day for securities issued under Argentine law and increased one day for those under foreign law. 
sovereign bond operations are one of the few ways to freely and legally access the dollar in Argentina today. The blue chip swap rate, also known as Contado con Liqui, or CCL, is obtained by investors buying shares or bonds in pesos and selling them in dollars on the international market. The MEP dollar is the same as CCL, but in the local market. If you're more into crypto than bonds, you may be pleased to know that Binance is expanding services in Argentina, allowing users to buy and sell digital currencies directly with pesos. The move allows Argentines to transfer pesos into Binance account via a local partner, which can then be used to purchase cryptocurrency. Until now, Binance served only as an intermediary platform to match crypto buyers and sellers. Argentina does not regulate crypto exchanges, but the central bank has repeatedly warned about the risks of cryptocurrencies and is backing a bill to create a registry of providers offering virtual assets. Inflation affecting the value of the peso is a big reason why Argentines resort to cryptocurrencies. And, speaking of that, the leaders of 11 Latin American and Caribbean countries have agreed to work together to outline measures seeking to tame inflation in the region, including better conditions for trade. Heads of state from Argentina, Belize, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Cuba, Honduras, Mexico, Venezuela, and St. Vincent and the Grenadines participated in a virtual meeting on Wednesday and agreed to schedule an anti-inflation summit for the 6th and 7th of May in Mexico. On that note about international collaboration, Argentina has officially rejoined the UNASUR bloc. Last week, President Fernandez traveled to Chile for a brief trip to see President Gabriel Boric, and shortly after, he announced Argentina was now part of the Union of South American Nations, with Brazil following suit soon. Founded in 2008, UNASUR has been paralyzed since 2017. The success of center-right governments, as well as differing views on the political and economic crisis in Venezuela, weakened the bloc. Argentina left the group under the direction of former President Mauricio Macri in 2019, and Brazil, a founding member, followed soon after on the orders of then-President Jair Bolsonaro. Moving on, we have good news about the auto industry. A new survey from the Car Manufacturers Association, ADEFA, shows a volume of production not registered since October 2013, more than 61,000 vehicles in a month. The biggest leap was seen in production destined for export markets and sales of units in, to dealers supplying the domestic market also increased, but more moderately. Also growing fast is the number of dengue cases. According to the health ministry, at least 14 people have died from dengue fever in Argentina this year, and 30,000 cases have been registered in total. The disease is circulating in Buenos Aires province, Buenos Aires city, Córdoba, Entre Rios, Santa Fe, Corrientes, Formosa, Chaco, Catamarca, Jujuy, La Rioja, Salta, Santiago del Estero, and Tucumán. 
the health ministry recommended seeing a doctor and avoiding self-medication if any of the symptoms appear. The government recommends emptying any containers that could hold stagnant water for a long time, such as old car tires and plant pots, since this is where mosquitoes tend to lay their eggs. They also recommend using mosquito repellents and installing insect screens. Speaking of screens, the Game World Observer magazine published an interesting piece on Argentina's program that teaches prisoners different game development skills. The video game development in prison program has operated in three prison units in Argentina, where prisoners take part in weekly game development workshops. They learn the basics of storytelling, programming, game design, sound design, and other skills needed to create their own projects. Teachers use tools and software such as Fruity Loops, Twine, and the Construct engine. If you want to know more, follow the link in the show notes. Before we go, have you ever wondered what are the most popular empanada flavors in Argentina? A study by the APICE, the Association of Pizzerias and Empanada Places of Argentina, released a new study that places empanadas as the third most consumed food in the country and ranks the different flavors. The top five are carne suave, non-spicy meat, ham and cheese, chicken, carne cortado y cuchilla, chopped meat and chopped, not minced meat, and humita, corn or maize. Vegetable empanadas are not far behind, closely followed by caprese, mozzarella, tomato, and basil, and roquefort cheese. And that's it for this week. What's your favorite food? Let us know at Argentina at Rorschach.com. Nos vemos la próxima semana.